This is the Information Brief, a Holyoke Media service with the most recent updates of relevance in the city of Holyoke and the Pioneer Valley. I am Johan Rashivega, and this is the information for Thursday, April 2nd of 2020. Holyoke Mayor Alex Morse updates on testing at the Holyoke Soldiers Home and we have the update from the state level. The number of deaths at Holyoke Soldiers Home is now 18. Laptops and internet access will be provided to students in Holyoke. Holyoke Public School Superintendent Dr. Steve Schreik offers an update regarding meals, remote education, and technology access, among others. And the Holyoke Soldiers Home ex-superintendent makes a statement, claims he followed CDC and Department of Health guidelines. On Wednesday evening, in a Facebook Live update, Holyoke Mayor Alex Morse updated the community with a follow-up of actions being taken regarding the testing for COVID-19 at the Holyoke Soldiers Home. In his remarks, Mayor Morse mentioned that the state made the affirmation of testing being made to all staff and residents. However, the mayor has been receiving feedback indicating testing has not been done yet, at least at the moment of his Facebook Live update. Let's listen to Mayor Alex Morse. Um, I was told by the state government yesterday that every employee and every resident would be tested for coronavirus on an expedited basis. I know I was getting some feedback from employees emailing me and calling my office that um, that actually wasn't the case. And so I relayed that message back to uh, the secretary, uh, Mary Lou Sutters, and uh, I got some feedback again today that office staff and maintenance staff had also not been tested. And so it seems like on a rolling basis, as people come in for their shifts, everyone will be tested, but not everyone has been tested at this time. It seems that residents were fully tested first um, and now they'll get to the staff. And, and again, please let us know because we wanna do our part locally uh, to hold the state accountable in terms of the promises uh, and commitments they're making to our community and, and to the people that, that live there. And this Thursday afternoon during the governor's press conference, Secretary of Health and Human Services Mary Lou Southers provided an update regarding the Holyoke Soldiers Home, including the report of number of deaths and positive cases. At Holyoke, testing has now been completed for all residents and the results are coming in. The total number at the Holyoke Soldiers Home as of Thursday, this will be this morning, eight veteran resident deaths, 23 veteran residents have tested positive to date, and seven staff have tested positive. Based on these results, isolation and quarantine zones have been, being established to contain the virus outbreak. The National Guard continues to be on site, supporting staffing needs con to conduct staff testing and support the clinical command structure that we announced on Monday. The testing and screening of all employees continues as they arrive for work. Staff are screened now multiple times a day and are asked to leave work if they have elevated temperatures. The clinical command structure has focused on implementing immediate controls, staffing and protocols, 
increased PPE to protect the health and safety of the residents and staff. This has included clinically assessing and triaging all residents and determining their care needs, establishing clear protocols for and implementing transfers of patients to hospital level of care where needed, subject to the advanced directives of residents, identifying and impl implementing infection control measures, and an infection control nurse started there this morning for clinical staff and care, as well as for housekeeping, nutrition, and other supports. We, have updating, we are updating staffing protocols and measures, including, as I said, the deployment of National Guard clinical resources. Despite the clinical command structure establishing order and medical protocols, COVID-19 is a highly contagious virus that has a much more severe impact on older adults and those with underlying conditions. The majority of the residents at the home and the numbers of infected residents and deaths will unfortunately continue to increase over the next coming days. Families have been able to reach out to the Soldiers Home in Hoyoke using a family dedicated hotline and email inbox to check in on their relatives and loved ones. And it's available six days a week. And obviously the email is seven days a week. Mayor Morse also shared on his Facebook Live on Wednesday evening that laptops and internet access will be provided to students in Holyoke as a way to continue remote education that allows all students in the Holyoke School District to get technology and connectivity at the same time. We did distribute nearly 1,500 uh, laptops to students that didn't have devices at home. And I said I would provide an update about um, internet access. And so it's one thing to give a device to um, a student. It's another thing to make sure that they could actually use the device and connect to um, connect to the internet to, to do work and to communicate like all of us are doing right now. And so we did actually today come to an agreement with, uh, with Comcast, uh, the city in partnership with the school department. Uh, we'll provide those students that don't have internet at home uh, with free access to internet through the Comcast Internet Essentials Program uh, for the next six months. And so uh, the city and school department will pay that uh, for the next, next six months uh, for those families that don't have internet at home. And so we will be rolling out in about two or three days the specifics, the activation code, um, and how that works. And one of our uh, initial uh, conversations with Comcast was about making sure that we were really told that those families that had debt with Comcast were, were not going to be allowed to participate in the program. And as of this morning, um, we've been able to, to make sure that Comcast is waiving that requirement. And so now all families, regardless of, of past debt with the company, um, are going to be able to participate in the Internet Essentials Program. In this same topic, in a Facebook Live communication made this Thursday evening by Holyoke Public School Superintendent Dr. Steve Schreich, he shared a series of important updates regarding the school services available, including the distribution of breakfast and lunch that is going to have a slight small change out of safety for the staff. Also, he addressed the tools and resources available for remote education at home, the availability of technology for students that include laptops and internet access, as Mayor Morse mentioned, and also he addressed the April vacation, counseling, and graduation. Let's listen to the statement by Dr. Steve Schreich. Um, our food sites continue to operate at Morgan, Kelly, Lawrence, 
Holyoke High North, Donahue and Sullivan from 10 to 12.30 p.m. In order to better protect our staff and families, we're gonna be shifting next week to a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday service. Um, families will be provided with two days of meals, breakfast and lunch, when they go to the sites on a Monday and you know, or a Wednesday. And on a Friday, they'll be still be provided with weekend meals for their families. I do wanna remind you um, also that the Boys and Girls Club, our, our terrific partners, are providing uh, dinner five days a week from 5 to 6.30 p.m. at their club at 70 Nick Cosmos Way. And they're also providing um, uh, childcare for uh, parents or families of essential employees. Um, so uh, to it, I also want to talk a little bit about what we're doing with um, our um, our learning from home. Remote learning is what we're calling it and what the state is calling it. Um, our teachers and educators have done an amazing, fantastic job. I could not be prouder of our of our educators who are posting student assignments and work on the hpsathome.com website on a consistent basis. This is all while they're juggling their own family needs, the needs of their, uh, many are caring for children, for uh, family members, some, some sick family members. And I'm really proud of the efforts that our faculty has made to communicate regularly with families and post over 1,100 pieces of work. How about that? 1,100 pieces of work. I know the number's higher today on the HPS site. As we move into more, uh, more of an extended closure, we are increasing our efforts to provide more structured learning experiences for students through a combination of low-tech and high-tech learning, a combination also of educator-directed and student-self-directed learning, and a balance of academics in math, science, social studies, and in English language arts, but we also think physical activity, social-emotional learning, and the arts are critical experiences. And so our educators are mixing um, all of those disciplines in the uh, enrichment experiences that they're providing our students. We're also ensuring that appropriate accommodations and modifications are made for students with disabilities and English language learners to the extent possible. We have an obligation to support th those learners. Obviously with remote learning, it's gonna look different, but our educators are working really hard to try to meet their needs as well. And you'll see that on our HPS at home learning site with tabs for special services. The plan continues to be reinforcing skills already taught this school year and to apply deeper learning strategies um, to the information that students have already learned, an extension of the learning that's already happened. Uh, we're really also encouraging our teachers um, to uh, also do a mix of online learning, uh, work packets, um, recorded lessons. You'll see a variety of different um, learning modalities that our teachers are utilizing. To assist with the idea of remote and online learning, we have now distributed almost 1,100 devices to HPS families over the last two weeks. An amazing effort by our technology department, our school staff who have made calls to families um, in order to get devices in their hands. If your family at this point is still in need of a device, we would ask that you please contact your child's teacher or school, um, your contact at the school, or you can call or text our English speaking hotline at 413-561-0862 or our Spanish speaking hotline 
at 413-314-3560. And they can assist you to make sure you get a device if your family doesn't have one. We're also extending that now to pre-K families who uh, previously we, we did not open the Chromebook distribution to. But we want to try to outfit as many families as possible with a Chromebook so that they can participate in some of the um, activities and experiences that our teachers have, have created and provided our students. Please know there's also work packets available at our food distribution sites. We just replenished um, our work packets for grades K to eight. So there's new work, uh, depending on what grade band you're, uh, you're in. And as a parent, you can always go down to one of those sites between 10 and 1230, and there'll be additional work um, for your child. Or if you're having trouble accessing uh, information online, that's another venue for you if you're interested. WGBH um, also, PBS, is also providing programming for families, uh, not just online, but uh, on the television during the school day. So that's another option if uh, right now you don't have um, internet access, but you have television in your home. That's another way. There's uh, structured learning environments, uh, structured learning activities for students um, there as well. Now, I do want to share, which is very exciting, that with the assistance of Mayor Morse, we have just established a partnership with Comcast, City of Holyoke, and the, and the Holyoke Public Schools to provide an internet connection to any family for free over the next six months, as long as the family has not had internet service within the last 90 days. So beginning next week, information on how to set this up will be shared with our families. So be on the lookout for that. We're gonna be sending information on promotional codes um, and then how you can access at home. We're also gonna ask our educators to help reach out to families who we know don't have internet access at home. And this will extend for six months. That's the plan. You'd have to sign up before the end of April. Um, and we really wanna thank uh, the city of Holyoke for their support in helping make, make this happen. Um, and so please be on the lookout, stay tuned for that information. Um, I did also want to share with families that trimester two report cards for students in kindergarten through fifth grade are, and our special education progress reports for students on IEPs in kindergarten through fifth grade will be mailed to families by tomorrow. The grades closed just before our closure and our, and our educators uh, completed all the report cards and we'll be mailing them out. Um, elementary parents who have email addresses on file will also receive an email telling them how they can check their child's grades online. For the first time, we're opening the portal up to our elementary families. Um, and if, again, if you have questions about that, you can certainly direct them to your child's school or you can call the hotline number that I gave out before. Um, at the beginning of next week, we will have more information to share about how we will handle grading for the final trimester in grades K to five. So we still have one trimester left in K to five. And the third quarter for students in grades six to 12, we, when we closed, we were right in the middle of the third quarter. Progress reports had just gone out. So we're gonna provide some more guidance to our uh, families. I think the high school has already done that, but as a district, we're gonna make sure that you have all that information. Just wanna make sure that we're all on the same page before we distribute that to our families. I've received a lot of questions about April vacation. And at this time, we have made no decision about April vacation because I'm waiting to get a little more guidance from the Department of Education. All districts are waiting for that. But a decision, I, I can assure you, will be made by uh, midweek next week. 
about what the schedule will look like for April vacation, which is scheduled to start um, in, uh, in two more weeks. Um, we are working on developing counseling supports for families who are struggling during this time. Uh, whether it is with finances, with mental health, or parenting, this is an incredibly challenging time for all families everywhere. And, and we know for our families in Holyoke. Uh, we want to work with you and we want to provide some resources to our families so they know who to call if they want assistance or they want to talk to somebody uh, who's a trained professional. So please know we're working on that and we understand the challenge and the strain um, and the anxiety that, that um, this has uh, caused for so many of our families. Um, I also want to uh, send a very important message to our seniors. Um, there's nobody I think more about during this time than our seniors in high school at the North Campus and Dean. Don't worry, we're gonna take care of you. We will make sure that you get the end of the year celebration you deserve when we're able to return. Even if we're not able to return, we're gonna make sure you are, you're celebrated and then an even bigger party when we are able to return. Your accomplishments will not go unnoticed. In fact, you, you are going to get the biggest party we've ever given for seniors upon their uh, transition from Holyoke Public Schools. I really want to also congratulate the many seniors who received acceptances to colleges in the last week or so. We wish we could be there in person to celebrate with you, and you and your family should be proud of everything you've accomplished. So we got your back, seniors. We, we know how hard this is for everyone, but especially our seniors. And lastly, I, before I open it up to questions, I want to thank all of our frontline staff who've been working in buildings each day, our amazing custodial and maintenance team who've been cleaning incessantly since school closed and now opening buildings, cleaning buildings of our food service sites. Our buildings have never been cleaner, never had uh, more sparkle than they have um, recently. And, and we know how hard you're working. Of course, our food service workers who have been distributing food for now three on time, reliable, uh, there to serve our families. Many of them who have children in the Holyoke Public Schools themselves. We're very grateful uh, for you. And our technology team who has been out there delivering share and uh, distributing devices over the last two weeks. We appreciate everything that you've done as well. In other informations, former superintendent of the Holyoke Soldiers Home, Bennett Walsh, released a statement on Wednesday evening after an appointment by Governor Baker was made earlier the same day, designating attorney Mark Perlstein as the lead investigator to find out the management and organizational oversight of the COVID-19 response in the facility that resulted in the death of now 18 veteran residents. Currently, Walsh is on administrative leave. The statement by Walsh reads as follows. I am filled with grief and sorrow for all the veterans who have died, and I extend my sincere sympathies to their families. Governor Baker has stated that he will review all the facts to determine everything that happened at the soldier's home. I am grateful that he will do so, and I look forward to participating in that review. During this crisis, all our decisions were informed by the available CDC and DPH guidelines on COVID-19. At no time did I or anyone on my staff hide 
conceal or mislead anyone regarding the tragic impact of the virus and it will be outrageous for anyone to even think of doing such a thing. I was notified that a veteran had tested positive for the COVID-19 for the first time on Saturday night, March 21st. The next day, my staff called the family of every veteran at the soldier's home to inform them that a veteran had tested positive for the coronavirus. Our focus then and always was on the veterans and their families. Thereafter, we provided regular updates to state officials about the number of tests and the results of the testing. We were all frustrated that the test results were often not available for three or four days and there was a delay between the time of death and confirmation of the presence of the coronavirus. I regret any uncertainty that such delays produced. I thank the staff for their dedication and hard work on behalf of our veterans and again extend my sympathy to those who have lost a loved one. I look forward to the end of the crisis in the days ahead. Stay in the know with Holyoke Media. We are reporting different announcements, services, and updates in the local, state, and federal level related to the COVID-19 outbreak. This service is available in English and Spanish for our community in the city of Holyoke and the Pioneer Valley. This is the information we have for today. We will continue updating and following up as soon as more information becomes available. If you have questions or information to share with us, as well as your concerns, you can contact us on our different outlets on social media. We are Holyoke Media and we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and podcast distribution platforms. Also, we are broadcasting on Holyoke Cable Channel 15. Remember to wash your hands, don't touch your face, and keep a safe distance if you need to be out. This has been the Information Brief for April 2nd, 2020. I am Johan Rashivega, and you're watching Holyoke Media. <laughs>